Y'all know, love me a good live stream. Live streaming is a fantastic way to connect with your audience and have this content that you can build a community from, that you can repurpose and you can do so much more of. So what does it look like to have a live stream that you can do a lot with, that you can have a podcast with, that you can build an in-person event around and all of these things? Well, that's what we're going to chat about today. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the episode of the Women of Video podcast. If you are new here, what's up? Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to spend this time with you and your earballs to help you on your journey of being a better creator, a better business woman, to be a better, just all the things, okay? And if you're coming back, and hi, I'm so glad to spend this time with you yet again. Oh, my gosh. I th- This conversation that I had with uh, Charvette was great. Uh, but before I dive into that and all that, I was going to Y'all have had a week. Like, it's so interesting to me how, like, all the lifing kind of comes down on you a little harder than you would like to. And the thing to, about it, too, is it's nothing abnormal. Like, it's nothing like this – it's not this, like, crazy thing that's, like, all, like someone died and then my my animals got loose and then my kids pooped all over their room. It's nothing like that. It's literally, like – just sometimes a lot of life happens to you at once and just is really exhausting. And then we as women tend to take that on, especially when we're mothers or we're wives or we're both, or it's, it's a lot that we take on. And I found myself being sort of like the emotional pillar of our family, which is so weird. Cause like, I'm not the emotional parent in my mar- in my relationship. So my husband has been doing a lot of work. For those of you know, he has PTSD from his time in service. And he does a lot of trauma therapy. And in his trauma therapy, he's doing amazing work. And he's learning all of these things about like emotional regulation and emotional maturity and emotional like intelligence that we all should be taught. Like this should be a class in school. But we're not taught. And so I do not have this t- the tools and skills necessary to emotionally parent our children because both of them have ADHD. My son has, we're going to test them for some other stuff. And they're just a lot. They have very big feelings. They have very logical brains. They have lots just happening and lots of outbursts. And I am not equipped to handle it because your girl is going to blow up. Like I'm a yeller. I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. And so I am not the emotional parent in my, in my plan with my children and my, and my husband, but I am the emotional like carrier. Like, I carry the people's needs. I take care of all of this stuff. When my husband's having his stuff. I'm the one that helps him work through it. It's been a lot of that lately. He's been having a really rough week. My sibling had to come live with us because they have 
run into an issue in their life and they need help and support and no one ever has really emotionally supported them and helped them through their issues. You know, on top of it, like we had to like get a car and it was a whole journey and my mom is here and that was a whole journey. And it's like, there's just a lot, a lot. And then I do extra things to make it, you know, harder, like buy 16 cartons of strawberries to turn into jam because jelly is really expensive. And I, am a, a frugal girl and just want to get through like winter. So like, it's just where I know it's probably like, Diz, what is the point of this? Like I'm sharing, I'm sharing and venting. I'm bringing it all to you guys. Cause that's, that's how I process through myself. Sometimes I take on a lot. And so my, my point in all of this is to remember to do something for yourself. When you're dealing with a lot, you got to take care of yourself. So how I took care of myself is I went to, there's a big market. I live in, I live in a town um, in Brighton, Michigan. And we went down to Detroit. They have this really great market called Eastern Market. It's a super cool outdoor space. Lots of like boutique vendors for things and lots of like, that's where I bought my, my two flats of strawberries and a bunch of other things. But getting just like enjoy other people who are thriving and building businesses and working their brands. I got some really cool stuff for my office and some skincare and things for decorating my, my bedroom on top of like all the things. I just enjoyed it. And it was with a girlfriend. So we got to just like connect and communicate and talk and just chit chat. So my advice to you, if you're having a journey, you're on a, you're on a day or a week or what a month or whatever, you need to call up a girl You call up one of your girls. If, if I'm that girl you need, you, you hit me up on the messenger and I will be there, you know, call a friend, just unload, be there for each other. And if you are good, like I am so proud of you for being good. Call one of your girlfriends and see if they are good and make them like not say I'm fine because we all know they ain't fine. Okay. So do that and do that for yourself and do that for others. Please. I ask you to take care of each other because that's important. And speaking of taking care of each other, my conversation with Charvet is all about taking care of like your business and your brand and the things that you can do. We talked about a lot of things, a lot about like live streaming and brand building. And she does this really cool event. Like she didn't know I was going to research her and like pull it up. She has this really fun event in Virginia uh, to help you with leveling up your business and your brand. I'm so envious because she was able to put on an in-person event that's doing so great and like sold out. Um, so, or, or like part of the tickets are sold out. You can still go to totally go. Um, but it's just such good things to take care of yourself and take care of your business. So without further ado, go dive into that conversation because it's a good one. I am so selfishly excited about this because I'm getting to talk to another marketer on the pot about their journey and how they got here. So I'm so excited to talk with you today. <sighs> Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Yes. So as always, why video? I love video because video really is the next best thing to being in person. And it helps from a marketing standpoint, it helps us connect with our audience quicker, uh, perhaps it may be just a post or a text or something of that nature. And it also gives a feedback element. You know, sometimes we put things out and we're not sure if it resonates, but on video, you see the hearts go up or you see questions or you see interaction from in particular live audiences, but also if you're doing pre-recorded video, there's just a, a, a two-way communication channel, in my opinion, at least of reactions um, that I'm really jazzed about. So that's why I choose video. Okay. So tell us, how did your journey to video content creation happen? Like, what were you doing? How did we, and how did we get here? 
Yeah. So I have been hosting the Charvette Mitchell radio show for like 16 years now. Uh, I know I look young, but you know, this is, this is, you know, this is what it is. Uh, and so it was an internet based um, telephone. Literally you could call in on the phone and we would do this kind of talk show format. Um, then we kind of incorporated, you could use Skype, but when the pandemic hit, um, I decided to bring this kind of show and add the multi-streaming of video to really stretch out the reach of the show. And so adding in the video element literally just took the Charvette Mitchell radio show, this kind of internet talk radio show to a whole nother level of people being able to see the guests and um, being able to incorporate vi uh, visuals and then to really kind of stretching out where people can um, take in this content. So certainly they can catch it in the podcast version and they can catch it in the talk radio show format. But now there's also the video format. And so really the pandemic was the thing that kind of spawned um, my my thought to really incorporate video. All right. So what do you talk about with video? How are you connecting, helping and sharing your brilliance with the world? Yeah. So certainly um, the, the show element is, you know, interview based outside of that. And in addition to that, I leverage um, a weekly live stream video um, that I host in um, my Facebook community called uh, Marketing Tips with Charvette and a weekly like they know every week. I'm going to be on video. It's on schedule. I put out a schedule every month. And so from a marketing standpoint, that keeps me honest, because sometimes, you know, uh, Desiree, we can back out on our own selves, right? If we say, yeah, I'm going to do some video today and then things happen and you get home and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to sit on the couch. Um, so it kept me <laughs> kept me honest by really, and I started this um, really probably about a year or so ago and just putting out like, Hey, I'm going to be on every week. And so the audience knows when to look for it. And I'm sharing tips with them. I'm, I'm empowering other entrepreneurs around their marketing. And I specifically work with and really are geared on working with experts um, and those professional service providers. And guess what? People are making the buying decision based off of what they think you know and what is what is another way, what is one of the best ways to show what you know, and that's video. So I'm also always telling clients, embrace video and jump on video. I always tell people like you need to be your most important customer because yeah. if you're not advocating for yourself, if you're not sharing your brilliance and connecting and giving value, like why would anybody listen to you? And especially in the world of marketing, like yeah. I remember very clearly talking with um, somebody at an event and he was like, all of these marketing people come at me and are like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. Like, we'd love to see this for you. Like we have all this stuff. And then he goes and looks at the, they're doing to market themselves. And they're not doing any of these things. He's like, why would I trust you? When you don't yeah. even like take care of yourself when you're not proving like, like what, like you're not standing by what you say and doing it for yourself. And I don't think most people, do that because they're not good at what they do. Mm -hmm. I think the vast majority of people are just too wrapped up in client retention and hustling that they forget, oh yeah, I got to take care of myself too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it really is a contradiction of your brand. You know, if you're, if whatever you're, you are out professing and preaching and standing on, you know, the top of a soapbox and then you're not doing it, guess what? Clients, potential 
customers, they're looking at you as for a model. And so I know I have a lot of customers that say, I want my stuff to look like yours because what I'm coaching and training, they can go back in and replicate, they can emulate and they can see what I'm doing. So yeah, that's just kind of like a hairstylist who's their hair is all over their head, you know, all the time. Um, they're not a good, you know, they're not a really good representation of what they actually know what to do. It's, it's like, what is it? Dress for the job you, you want, not the one you have or kind of a thing. Like you have yeah. to like, you have to show up and give it like, I say all the time, like, and, and even me, like as in like the creator space, cause like I have a marketing agency that does all the social media stuff, but mm -hmm. I also have, and like, but YouTube supports it and my podcast supports it and all of these things. It's very much this idea of like, it's so easy to get wrapped up in being like a YouTuber or a creator and forgetting about mm. all the things you have to do to support it. Not just from like a creator standpoint or marketing standpoint, but it's like also like, are you like a legitimate business? Like how are you protecting yourself? Do you have interest? Yeah. Like all of these things, there's always something you got to like be up to doing to keep yourself mm. on it, protected and doing all of this stuff. So this creator game, man, this business game is not for the like, week of heart or person that's just looking to like do something steadily forever. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I think um, we see a lot of channels on YouTube that are just kind of falling along the wayside. You go to a channel and you say, hmm, you kind of ran across a video. And then the last video posted was nine months ago. The last video posted was two months, two years ago. Or people have just kind of started something as a little gig or a little hobby and then just let it go by the wayside because some of the things you just mentioned, they didn't really realize, oh, there's a little bit more to this than we anticipated. Yes. So one of the things that you mentioned is that you use live streaming as a way to really connect with your audience. As a business professional, like a service provider, I am fascinated by this. So talk to me about what these live streams are like how are you using them how are you converting sales from these like mm. what is the business of this live stream yeah so um every live stream um so for instance the live the weekly live stream that's done in my facebook community um there is a topic so the topic relates to my business something that i can help uh potential clients with that's a every live stream has a call to action um, and so using various platforms like StreamYard or Restream or OneStream or, or those different platforms that are out there, you can throw call to actions, you know, up on the screen. You can have visuals that have the call to action. But my business is a sponsor of, uh, you know, of that live stream. And I say it in those terms. And then there is a call to a specific call to action for whatever I'm promoting at that period of time, dropping links a lot, you know, during the chat, hey, let me drop this link. Or can you all, can somebody type, you know, platformbuildersummit.com in the, in the uh, comments for me. So that's how I am um, utilizing it in that live element. You know, you can kind of, you can see, hey, okay, I got to say I was on live. This person was sitting in the live, they commented and I see a ticket sale come through from them. So. And how many people are usually like, on your live streams? Yeah. So live, live within the Facebook community, I would say we would have between 15, 20 people, but then the replays, you know, we're seeing 400, 500 on the replay. So that's one thing to um, think about um, and don't get scared about for those that want to definitely step their toe into the live streaming is that 
your the majority um, will actually probably consume it a little bit later, but you've got enough to entice and have that interaction going on during the live. So, and depending on the radio show side, depending on the, the level of the guest, you know, more profile, higher profile will have definitely, you know, more than that. And how are you promoting a live stream? Like the thing I always ran into when I was trying to make a live show part of my business is mm -hmm. that when I would want to do it, which is like daytime hours, like when my people I could interview were available, which is mm -hmm. daytime hours, it was so hard to get people to watch and be present and show up and do all the things. And it was, it was really discouraging. And so mm -hmm. like, how do you promote it, overcome like all that kind of stuff? So um, my weekly um, stream for the Charvette Mitchell radio show is every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern period. Uh, and so it's known for that. I promote that. We have a, uh, a graphic that fits Facebook and Instagram. We have a reel um, that I promote, put out and the guest also puts out, but we haven't had um, problems actually with booking guests. If a guest is not available at 6 p.m. Eastern, well, okay, well, that's all right. You know, maybe we'll connect, be able to connect another time, another way. Uh, but I haven't had a, an issue of getting guests at that time and having a set day and time, um, again, keeps me honest. So Tuesdays at 6 p.m., that is what I'm doing, the Charvette Mitchell radio show. So family or clients or whatever knows that's where I'm going to be every Tuesday. I love that. I'm just pulling up your, if you're, if you're watching the video, like we do, I love browsing what you, you're doing. Of course, using StreamYard, which I'm a fan of, you know, yes. we're long-term friends and partners here for the women of video. But I just love that you got the cozy couch and like you're just interviewing. And, you know, I love that you had like your commercial at the beginning as well to advertise yeah. and stuff. You can see the chat happening. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really wanna dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. So do you do anything else with these? Like, are you repurposing mm. these to anything? Are you doing a podcast with them? Like, what is the post live plan for your content? Yeah. So we take the audio recordings and the audio recording goes into, uh, goes two places into the uh, podcast systems. So it's a traditional podcast. And also we are on, on blog talk radio, which is an internet radio uh, site. And so the audio is loaded there. So we're repurposing that live video content um, into the, into those two audio uh, formats. And then we will also um, from time to time, cut some reels, uh, some quick, like Sound bites of something that the uh, the guests might have said that we caught real real quick, twenty five seconds or so, um, and then we'll cut some of that and um, sprinkle that into our content. Okay, so because I'm very curious, so I've had this pod for almost four years, and I have never heard of Blog Talk Radio. But do you mind sharing this new potential place for us to hang out as creators or create for? 
Yeah. So Blog Talk Radio is like the OG, if, if they say that's actually how I started, you know, 2000, okay. like 2007, 2000, 2008. And so what it allows people to do is to actually have a talk radio show and literally all they need um, to do that is a telephone. Now they've gotten, they have some more things available. Um, you can do Skype and some other things, but literally you could have a telephone. They give you a dedicated call in line. You can have a guest or you can have people call in just like you, you know, might hear on your traditional radio and you get a, your own page. And so you air it live and um, they also will then put it in the podcast systems for you as well. So okay. literally- it's, it, you know, it's a live radio show. So you can, you could say, Hey, I'm going to be live. We're going to be taking live callers, you know, at, at whatever time and people, and you give out a number and people call in uh, and chat and answer questions or you know ask questions and all of that. Um, and so that is blog talk radio. And so what the way we're leveraging it now, so it started out in that kind of live, you know, guest calling and all of that. When I transitioned to um, more of the video platform, a video option, they also have the ability for you to upload audio. So now instead of me airing live on Blog Talk Radio, I'm taking um, my audio and just dropping it in and then it's airing a, a pre-recorded audio from the video and then also putting it into the podcast systems for me. Have you found that you get more call-ins or more people on the live stream, like for YouTube and stuff? Live stream, definitely. Definitely. Oh, okay. so I would say in, it's in Blog Talk Radio's heyday, um, which was before the live streaming, um, quite honestly, there was more um, because you, you people didn't really have an outlet to be able to chime in. Um, so I would de definitely say it's, it's, it has competition now with live streaming and, and certainly using platforms like StreamYard, such as you're using um, and where you're able, you know, when you when you want to to show viewer comments on the screen and things of that nature, that's really um really competing, I think, with it. But definitely, um, if if you're a person who is scared of video, I know this is about video, but if you're scared of video, but you like to talk, then um, Blog Talk Radio might be an option or an add-on to your video um, process. Okay. All right. Now, we've talked about all the cool stuff that you create and like the kind of conversations you're having and stuff. Well, before that, what is one of like like let's just isolate you like this year. What is one of the most impactful conversations that you have had that you think has been the most impactful for your audience? I would say um, the interview that I did with Bernadette Stannis, who is Thelma from Good Times and um, iconic sitcom. And she was so gracious and so um, the process was so smooth and sent me a, a autographed a picture of the cast. And I really just just having such an I really an iconic uh, representative from, you know, a show from our childhood, which now is, is re-airing. And so younger people are learning about a show that we grew up with. I would say that was definitely one of the most um, impactful and her graciousness, this kind of like celebrity, just so gracious and so open. And, um, to talk and chat and share her journey was really impactful. What was like her biggest chunk takeaway from that call? Yeah. So she did, she very popular from good times. And then we felt like, okay, Hey, we didn't see her much. She 
was taking care of her money. And so she wanted one part of that conversation was really like, hey, after that show and during that show, I was really conscientious about how I invested and took care of my and took care of money. Uh, and so she's done well and she turned into an author. Uh, and so she'd written some books. And so we were able to kind of talk about what, you know, what does that look like? Um, and she's doing, she'd done some plays. And so uh, really what stuck out though was sometimes you hear about you would say childhood actors and they kind of go by the wayside and she was um, smart about investing and in how she utilized her money. That's so cool. All right. So how are you building a business from this? Like what is the income streams that are coming in? Like how have you been able to take your content creation and turn it into a living? Yeah. So the business, uh, Mitchell Productions, is uh, a marketing consulting firm. So this content um, piece and this content creation piece is an add-on. It is a, a spotlight into our core business. Mitchell Productions actually started uh, in, in web, as web design um, several years ago. I've since transitioned out of that uh, as of 2020. But um, this content piece is really comes alongside the core business. And so it draws attention. It shines a spotlight uh, for us. It helps us every single week. I know I'm getting in front of new audiences because we're interviewing people, in particular on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, that live stream there, it's guest uh, and interview based. So like literally every single week, I know I'm getting in front of a new audience. And so I use it as a tool to shine a spotlight. Um, and then the conversions and we'll have people say, Hey, I found out about you because of the Charvet Mitchell radio show. So we're checking that on the back end around how uh, conversions are coming in that way. I love that. Okay. So one of the things I noticed when I was looking through your content and, and, and like through your website and through the events that you're doing and stuff is that you have a leaning and an extra passion for women of color. Talk mm -hmm. with us about what it is that you are doing to help that community and like how it's flourishing and thriving and all of that. Yeah, well, let me say we work with all, you know, all clients are welcome. Um, so we, we definitely have all clients that are, are welcome. Uh, I would say in the community that I'm in, women of color are drawn to me. And so we are honored uh, to work with uh, women of color who the statistics show and the studies show are one of the fastest growing um, populations related to starting and uh, having businesses. And so that makes perfect sense uh, in this space, because when you're starting a business, then you do need support with your marketing. And so um, it is just that that's who has been drawn to me. And that is one of the fastest growing populations that are starting businesses these days. Okay. When I was, when I, again, when I was looking through your website, all the things that you're doing, what you have to offer, you have your um, platform builder as well as the summit for it. So can you tell us what that is, what that's about, what people could expect if they wanted to attend your event? Yeah. So I'm super passionate about the Platform Builder. The Platform Builder is a 12-month uh, group coaching program uh, that we take women entrepreneurs through. Sorry, guys, uh, you're, you're not allowed in that program. Um, but we take them through a six-part framework that's based off of my trademark framework, the Platform Builder. And it's all around elevating the visibility, the marketing of their personal brand so that they draw attention and attraction and convert 
convert more customers. And so in that program, um, they hear about social media and video marketing and email marketing, their visual branding. We do a full brand photo shoot. I'm huge around um, showcasing your expertise. And so we actually write a book together. There's some books on both sides of my shoulders where all of the clients walk out of the Platform Builder program as published authors. And so if you're a therapist or you're an accountant or you're a realtor that elevates the positioning of um, your services and your personal brand by having this documented um, either transformational story or your intellectual property in a book. Um, and so that's the Platform Builder. Uh, and we're in our seventh cycle of that. It's launched twice a year. And so I, as a part of that or associated to that, I host an annual conference. And so we're coming up on our seventh conference in November. And it's the Platform Builder Summit, uh, formerly known as the Pop-Up Conference for those that may be in this area. And um, that has great content we've curated with speakers like 19 speakers over a three-day conference uh, period where women, any women in business are invited um, if you're starting or you're growing. And our theme is amplify your brand and boost your profits. And so we will have content um, curated for you and speakers curated for you already established. The schedule is already done. All the speakers' bios and descriptions and all of that. Um, are there on our main website and uh, we're in the countdown mode. We're in early bird. So we'd love to have you in Richmond, Virginia. This is a live in-person event. So sometimes we have to highlight that uh, because people are so used to virtual things, but this is live in person uh, at the Four Points by Sheraton in Richmond, Virginia, just six minutes from the airport. They have a complimentary airport shuttle and all that. So we would love, uh, love to invite you if you're in this area. I love that. As someone who is trying to do an in-person event, I'm all about bringing women together and helping them. <laughs> I loved your whole thing where you're like, sorry, guys, like, they get yeah. They're they yeah. not need our sorries. <laughs> like, you just wish you were as cool as all of us, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt our episode. I know we're getting really into it, but are you looking for a powerful, easy to use tool that can help you take your video to the next level? If so, I've got just the tool for you. Today's episode is brought to you by Adobe Express, the all-in-one solution for all of your content creation needs. With Adobe Express, you can easily create stunning videos, design eye-catching thumbnails, clip and trim your videos with ease, and schedule your content for social media. One of the standout features of Adobe Express is the range of thumbnail templates that are available. With dozens of customizable templates to choose from, you can create thumbnails that are both visually appealing, informative, and help your videos stand out on that crowded home feed of YouTube. And when it comes to video clipping, it makes it so much easier to repurpose your content from those long form videos to all of the other vertical video platforms. And you can easily share them with the scheduling tool within Adobe Express. So if you're ready to take your content creation to the next level, head over to Adobe Express and start your free trial today. You can find the link to get signed up for today over in our show notes at womenofvideo.com. And remember, Adobe Express is the perfect tool for taking your content to the next episode. All right, back to the episode. Okay, so you're running a business, you're doing live events, you're doing all this content creation, you're doing all this stuff. How are you managing the boundaries with your personal life and your business? Mm -hmm. I know for me as a creator, like for me, I'm very upfront. Like I'm a mom. I have my husband who is a veteran with PTSD that I help him. My mother-in-law is with me. You know, we have our home. I have my 
my farm of animals, not actual farm. But there's a lot of animals that live in my house. <laughs> and it's like one day, it's like right now, like this week, it has been a struggle of boundaries and balance. Like there's been mm. a little bit of work with a lot of life happening. Uh, it's kind of like, I think the perk of getting to work for yourself and stuff is like you have that mm. freedom and stuff. But sometimes it can become all consuming and stuff. And I know that sometimes we just need a reminder of like, how do other women do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, as far as boundaries, definitely like office hours. So here, you know, start time in time It's communicated as an, in my audio auto responder, uh, you know, in my email, my clients know they have when we onboard them, like, here's how to communicate with Charvette. Here's the expectation of communications. Allow this turnaround time for us to get back to you. Um, also, the blurred lines with social media sometimes can, because we can be on social media scrolling, like, personally, right? But then we're also on social media a lot for our business. And so even some of the boundaries of, hey, my Facebook inbox or my Instagram inbox is not the communication channel, um, unless it's like a quick hello, but, you know, please send me an email. And quite honestly, if you inbox me, what's going to happen is I'm going to forget. So then it's, it's not going to get done, but kind of follow our process. Um, and so having those, you know, those things in place help me with um, some boundaries. Now, I will say I have privilege in the sense, if you might consider that, that um, I am currently not married and I don't have children. So okay. there is, um, you know, there is that. So I always like to, because sometimes people share their uh, successes or wins, but they don't share their privileges. And so I do want to color the conversation with that. So my hats are absolutely off to moms and wives who, you know, are absolutely, you know, balancing that. I'm a, a, a daughter, a sister, a friend. And so, yeah. But anybody, you know, any of the tall guys that are out there that want to, you know, say hello, let's have a conversation. <laughs> I love you like tall. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I, I that specification. I'm like, give me my, give me the nerds. Give, give me all of the dungeon masters. Like that's my thing. So that's your jam. Uh, my I, my hundred my husband is literally like we do Dungeons and Dragons, and he's he's the oh. dungeon master. And we had a Mario theme Mario Kart themed wedding. Like oh wow, I look like I'm together and normal, but I actually fly my nerd flag high. So. <laughs> One of my friends, Abigail, she had, it was like a Comic-Con um, theme. So they were, it was like, they were, people were like dressed and I almost, I don't, I can't remember exactly. So I don't want to mess it up, but it was like a Comic-Con theme. Um, uh -huh. so shout out to Abigail in Maryland. I love that. So, all right. So I always like to do a little rapid fire, just serve some, like how you do get things done. So what do you film with? Ah, I am using Logitech uh, HD. I think it's the C920. So. Okay. Love it. Who is currently your favorite female creator? Ooh. Um, that's tricky. I follow a lot, of, a lot of business people and I don't know that they would consider themselves creators, but I love Jerisha Hawk over on Instagram from a business standpoint and the um, content that she puts out in that space. Awesome. And who is your dream collaboration? Oh, wow. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. that is, that's a good one. Mine would be Michelle Obama for sure. Ah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite video that you've made so far? 
Ooh, this is, this is, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to tell you actually, the last time we were promoting, um, I was promoting the enrollment for the platform builder. Um, and I was on live stream talking about it, inviting people to schedule a consultation. And since I was on StreamYard, just by myself chatting about it, some of our past clients were in the audience. And I said, you know what? I'm going to throw the stream yard link here. And if any of our clients want to come up and literally three of our clients, like unplanned off the cuff came on live and did like live testimonials um, of them being a part of uh, the platform builder summit. So that was just actually like uh, May this past May. And so that was, that's, I've got to say up there at the top. That's so cool. I never thought to do that. I'm going to have to remember that for, some future plans I have for myself. Yeah. Uh, what is your next creator goal you're looking to accomplish? I am looking to take my live stream uh, up a notch. So I've seen some people that are using, I'm not on a Mac. I don't, you might be on a Mac, but I'm seeing some people using um, some, some different things that are really, really, um, uh, really integrative and, and different movement and placement of, um, the videos on the screen. So I'm looking into, do I want to take time to learn a Mac? Cause I'm a PC girl. Um, but it looks like it's just available. Um, it slips my name now, but the, the program that's just available on Mac for cool. live streaming. Yes. I, I love, I was on a sh- one or two shows and love, love, love the production, uh, value of that. Um, and then also the other thing to take our, the, definitely the live stream uh, piece is um, hiring a marketing consultant, a marketing uh, assistant. And one of the things um, would be really kind of drumming up that engagement live in the chat and um, taking some of that um, kind of really kind of like live interaction. Um, So we're looking to do that. So as one of the things that they'll be doing. That's cool. That's exciting. I'm a macro. I've been a macro since 07 when my PC crashed in the middle of like, exporting my college graduation assignment so uh i've i've loved it but what's ironic though is i'm not an iphone person like i have an android phone but i but like the imac i have a uh, the mac mini here uh it's because i'm google integrated android makes more sense to me from personal impression like i have the google smart house stuff and yeah all that. I, I think it's interesting it's like it's not that i'm like a pc person like it's not that it's just i'm a google yeah. person so like it's all integrated together oh wow and see i have the apple you know the watch the phone the ear the ipad just haven't gotten to the mac yet <laughs> right yeah, and yeah and like once you get like the mac minis are great like it's what i use for my recording station here so okay. this is where i like if you watch the video y'all um behind me is my imac that's where i work okay. but I have the Mac mini for my, my recording station because I'm like, it's all set up so that it can just turn it on and make it work. Ah, cool. And like, that was very important for me um, from like a live streaming, recording, podcasting, Zoom call perspective. So by, and then I could also like, this was the part of my office that always needs to be nice. The rest is fine to be a mess. Right. <laughs> like, like, like right next to me right now on the floor. Uh, my daughter got like a rock painting kit. And oh. so like, the rocks are like on the floor next to my desk drying and stuff. So oh, I'm- wow. Does she collect rocks? She, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. She wants to do like, what is it? 
like, like she always wants to be, I want to be a mom. I want to be, I work on the internet like my mom, but she, her, she always, she always wants to, what is it? Like, like being a space geologist. I know it's like oh. a very specific, complicated name, but she loves rocks. Everywhere we go, she's picking up rocks and we mm. always have to pick her pockets and her stuff. Like that, in the washing machine and all of that stuff. So she's really excited. It's like a Sanrio rock painting hit. And so uh -huh. she's all into it. It's a whole. Oh, how fun. Goodbye. She's a, <laughs> she's a lot. So, um, <laughs> what is your theme song? Ah, uh, just fine by Mary J. Love that. Yes. So nice. So, where can people find you and tune into the live stream? Yeah. So, um, youtube.com forward slash Charvette. Charvette is my first name. Uh, and so, that is one of the um, best places to be on YouTube or Charvette dot com um, will take you to if you're just looking at the live streaming parts that'll take you right there i love it well thank you so much for your for your time today your talents your journey sharing us with how you do things and what you're doing it's such such great perspective and great advice so thank you so much remember you and everyone listening are impossibly amazing until next week peace Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. 